Boom. Good morning. Good morning. On today's episode, I interview entrepreneur, podcast host, and author Mike Malatesta. Mike has created and hosts the How'd It Happen podcast where he explores stories, lessons, and wins with some of the most fascinating and successful people in the world. His podcast guests are experts in business, medicine, philanthropy, technology, academics, investing, health and longevity, marketing, sales, self-improvement, and entrepreneurship. His new book, Ownership, How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck, is a philosophical memoir that reveals the secret to why so many entrepreneurs get stuck and how they can shift to get free once again. Have a listen. Welcome to your Hidden Edge podcast, where there's a belief that each and every one of us has a hidden edge, one that could unlock that next level of success in any area of life. Unfortunately, that edge is hidden tucked away and buried deep underneath layers and layers. In this podcast, we'll uncover the hidden edge of high-performance leaders, executives, athletes, coaches, and authors to open your mind and stretch your frame of reality. If you know you want more, can do more, and be more, then this is the right podcast for you. Let's uncover your hidden edge. Welcome to the show. I am extremely excited to have special guest Mike Malatesta to the show. Mike, welcome to the show. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. And by the way, the narrator, the accent of the narrator and the opening of your show, wonderful. It's a great, great way to get started, man. Thank you so much. I uh, we we've been connected for a while, and he does voiceover and voice work. And and after I heard him, I was like could you please give me an intro and an outro so I can, I can connect you if you ever want to, but yes. Yeah. He will, it's awesome. He, it adds a, will, it adds a international sort of special flair to, to it. It's really cool. Yeah. He's from Trinidad and Tobago. So it's, uh, it's okay. pretty, pretty cool. So let's dive right into your hidden edge. I, I love yeah. what we're going to speak about because I think it's so counterintuitive to the way people really think. And it's in line with, with your book owner shift and it's how getting selfish got me unstuck. And I'd love for you to give a little backstory of where you're at. And then, you know, where was that moment where you said, you know what, I've got to get selfish and that got you unstuck. Yeah. So where I'm at is really uh, a place that I never would have been if I hadn't made that determination to get selfish back in uh, the mid, uh, uh, 2000s. Okay. Um, so I had started a business in 1992, Jeff, an environmental uh, services business. And um, I kind of had no idea what starting or running a business was like, because I had never done it before. So I went with what I knew, which was, um, you know, outwork everybody. That's okay. that. So me and my partner, Butch, we just had this sort of ethic that um, we would never say no, and we would always outwork anyone who uh, came against us. So it was always a competition. You know, we 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 were very confident in ourselves, but not in our uh, not in our mental ability or our strategic ability or our entrepreneurial ability, but in our ability to work harder than anyone else and put in the time. So that's how I was. That's how I came into it, and. Um, and for 10 years or so, that worked pretty well. I mean, I have to say, looking back, we, we maximized every little piece of hard work that we had inside of us. But what I didn't see, and I didn't notice uh, 
uh, as much until um, we had a tragic uh, event uh, in which uh, Butch, my partner, was uh, killed uh, in a fire at one of our uh, processing plants. And it was, it, 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 that was about 10 years into the business. And when that happened, um, I hadn't seen all the edge that had been taken off of me all of these years by having that approach, like, you know, work harder than everyone else, put everybody else before me. Um, you know, the business was my baby and I treated it like a child, mm -hmm. uh, like it needed me for everything. And so when Butch, who was my biggest supporter, and, and again, my, my, you know, the person I started this business with passed away. I was, it just all f sort of weighed on me like a ton of bricks. So it's not like I hadn't seen it coming or me, you know, maybe I felt little bits of it. All of a sudden, I just didn't know what to do with myself. And in the book, I call it the valley of uncertainty. So I, I like dropped off the face of the earth and into this uh, valley where I could just feel sorry for myself and, and, you know, tell myself I was figuring things out, but really I was just waiting for someone to come in and, you know, save me, Jeff. And, okay. um, so that's, that's sort of the, 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 the edge part of it. Um, the selfish part of it, that's a weird one, right? Because I was raised like probably most of the people listening and probably you that selfish is a bad word, right? It's a negative yep where it's got negative connotations to it. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of aligned with being egotistical or narcissistic or a jerk. Right. Yep. That's like, but um, I find, I found eventually that um, I just think that's just a misapplication of, of, of the word. What, what I, what I came to realize when I was, you know, searching for a way to save myself was, the only way that I can lead people, the only way that I can lead myself is to one, be very clear about where I'm going. And then two, be at my very best uh, as often as possible in order to get there. And I hadn't been doing either of those things during that 10 year period. I had just been moving, 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 Butch and I moving, moving, moving. And so for me, uh, getting selfish got me unstuck because I took the time finally, because I had to, I had no choice. I took mm -hmm. the time finally to really get clear about what I was doing and why I was doing it. And then how, how would I need to construct my life in order to be the very best for me, the very best for my family, and of course, the very best for the company and all the people who were you know, giving their, uh, all to us. Um, I couldn't, I, I realized I couldn't, if I wasn't selfish about my own needs and my own desire to my, my own need to be the best I could be, I, I, I just, there's no way I could be the best to, to, to everyone. I couldn't best serve everyone. No, I, and sorry for, for your loss and, and, and that painful process. When you went through that and I, I appreciate you sharing and, and being candid, right? That valley of uncertainty and you were yeah. just questioning everything. What was that process like for you? Um, because so many times people see the finished product, right? They see mm -hmm. you're an author, you're a podcast host. Thank you for having me on, on your show. Yeah. But they, 
don't see the valley or they don't hear it enough to understand that every single person goes through valleys right in their life. So what was that process like to dig out and start to create that momentum and, and come up with, Hey, I I need to take care of myself first so Mm -hmm. I can show up the best version of myself each and every day. Because I think so many people struggle with one being in a valley and then two, this concept. And I, I love how you said it's misconception of, of, the word selfish and and we hear it and we don't want to be selfish because we've been taught not to be that way. Right. Right. But when you're selfish and you take care of yourself, you show up so much better for all those around you. So number one, the Valley, what were some things that that you did to kind of get through it? And then two, what are some things you did to start to take care of yourself that allowed you to show up as, as the best version of, of Mike? Well, um, the one thing that I realized, one of the major things that I realized when I got into when I when I found myself in the valley is I my whole so I talked to you about this work hard ethic, but I was also a very insular private person, Jeff. Okay. Meaning that I I I never thought that I needed anything outside of the walls of my business in order for me to be successful. I never thought that there was something that I couldn't figure out on my own. Okay. And, you know, the combination of those things and some other things was really causing me to build walls around myself instead of, you know, so it's ironic because I've, you know, upon reflection, and I obviously didn't realize this at the time, but I was building these walls around the company and me as being my whole world. And outside of those walls, I didn't need, I didn't have a use for or need anyone else except customers, right? Gotcha. Um, and uh, the longer that went, the the longer it went on with that, the higher these walls were 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 were. I was constructing them. You know, the, the higher they were, but also the deeper they were. So it was not only hard to get over them; it was hard to get under them as well. Okay. But when I got into the when I found myself in the valley, um, I you know I I had this sort of pity party for myself for a while where I was just like I don't deserve this this isn't my fault you know all of those not, not taking um you know not be not being responsible for for stuff mm-hmm. who can I blame for this and 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 beyond that who who who's going to like reach their hand down in here and grab me and and sort of dust me off and say um it's going to all going to be this is what you need to do you know so I, I, it sounds crazy, but that's what I was actually looking for. And one of the things that really changed for me, and I don't remember exactly how this came to me, but all this weight that I was wearing, I was, I was, um, uh, I, I was misconstruing the notion of being responsible for something and having the responsibility for something. So everything, you know, business, you have a lot of good things that happen, but there are a lot of bad things that happen and you choose what to focus on, right? You focus right. on the bad things that happen. They all need to be handled no matter what, but you focus on. So I, I focused way harder on the bad things than I did on the good things. And I internalized the bad things that were happening as being a reflection of me, as me being personally responsible for those things. And it occurred to me when I was in the Valley that that's one of the reasons that I'm here is because 
I'm making the mistake, I'm confusing or conflating the difference between being responsible responsible for something or having the responsibility for it as opposed to being a personal responsible, like, like, uh, 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 personal reflection on me, like mm-hmm. being personally responsible for it. And that, that one thing, Jeff was really liberating for me because when I, when I could accept that, then, you know, it didn't change, it didn't change the situations. I still had to deal with everything, but it just felt like, um, a more appropriate way to do it because, I can't control what everybody does. I can't control what happens. And the things that happen aren't, they would, you know, they, they, I have, they they would happen no matter what. So it's not a reflection on me. It's just part of the job. Right. And, and when I could see that, or when I could change it to having responsibility for it, it it just took a big load off. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's just a different approach for me that, um, you know, you might say, well, that's just semantics. Well, I don't, I, to me, it wasn't semantics. It was, it was two divergent things and uh, a definitive choice needed to be made as to which direction I wanted to go. So that's one of the big things that changed for me. No, I, I, and I could see how that would transpire, right? You guys, you and your partner were working hard 10 years in, and everything was all about building the business and you felt like it was your baby. So anything happens in the business, you felt just that personal pain related to it where, Hey, we can only control our internal narrative and what we think and and how we act and and what, what we're personally able to do everything else. You can have maybe a little bit impact, but it's many times out of our control. And that's, that's a difficult thing when you're, you know, in the business and and driving and, and building it. So, you know, through that Valley, then coming out, what are some things you started to do to get a little bit more selfish, but selfish in a good way because you wanted to show up as the best version of yourself? What are some things that you started to do to build that momentum? Because I, I love yeah. actionable steps that people, maybe they're in a valley right now, they're listening, watching this, and they say, man, I, I can I can feel where Mike's coming from. I'm right there. How yep. do I start to create momentum and, and create that forward progress in my life. Yeah. Well, for me, it was, and, and, and not literally, but it was this whole notion of it's okay to ask for help. Okay. I, like I explained, I didn't think I needed anybody's help. And I clearly at this point, um, I was either going to turn back and, and, you know, just or I needed, you know, someone's help. And then the other thing I think is, and I'll get into exactly the kind of help that I that I ended up getting. But the other thing, um, this like this whole privacy thing, like I, like I mentioned, I'm a very private person, and I and I still am a private person. I think relative to a lot of people, or compared to a lot of people, but that private internalization thing is really unhealthy. Mm. Um, I used to think it was a really big strength, Jeff, because I wasn't this person that was complaining to my wife about what was going on or, or, you know, to my buddies or whatever. I was just like, yeah, no, everything's good. I got it. You know, no, no, because I thought, well, what's, why, why make my problem their problem, you know? Right. But sometimes when you make your problem, when you expose your problem to other people, you actually get a solution. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy how that happens, right? Yeah. So, um, 
So I needed to get less private. I needed to take those walls down. I needed to, you know, take those footings down and I needed to get outside of my business. And really I needed to learn how to become an entrepreneur and a business and a better business owner. So the, the first step that I took was a really simple one. I joined the the local chamber of commerce where they had groups um, uh, like roundtable groups, which I would have never, ever thought to do before. Never. That, that would have been a weakness. Like to me, that was weak. And then I was like, no, well, maybe there's something to this. And so I did that. And at one of the, at one of their, the, the meetings that we had, there was a speaker, his name is Johnny Vassallo and Johnny um, was a restaurant tour in Milwaukee still is one of the, one of the, you know, one of the, the, the top rated restaurants. And, and he, he, he's talking to us about his restaurant career and that kind of thing. And I'm like, Hey, yeah, okay. And then he started talking about this program that he joined. Mm-hmm. Um, and he joined it because a friend told him that, you know, the whole premise behind it was that you could double your income and double the amount of time you took off. And I thought to myself, double your income, double the time you took off. That sounds too good to be true. Right. But right. Where I was, I, and before I would have ignored that, but where I was, you know, still in the valley, still trying to figure this thing out, that, and looking for that hand, you know, to reach down and grab me out of there, mm-hmm. the convergence of those things, Jeff, was just right in front of me that day at that breakfast meeting with Johnny. And I was like, I, I'm going to try that. So that program was called, is called Strategic Coach. And I joined that program and uh, you know, it it was the first substantive step to transforming the way I think about me, the way I think about being an entrepreneur, the way I think about running a company, the way I think about being selfish, the way I think about treating other people, the way I think about depending on other people, the way I think about how, uh, you know, giving your team autonomy is like so important, but you have to actually know how to give autonomy. You know, a lot of people use autonomy with delegation. And delegation, uh, oh yeah, just delegate, but it's a skill. You have to really, like you have to be selfish in order to delegate, right? Because you have to know that you can give people uh, rain and that they have the talent to, to you know, to, to accept the rain to push the business forward in a way that you absolutely couldn't. So for me, it was like getting out, asking for help, getting involved with strategic coach initially, getting selfish, and then providing autonomy to uh, my team. Because, you know, I'd always, you know, I was a, I don't want to say like, I was not, I was not the, the I was not a micromanager, but, uh, Mm -hmm. but I never, I never designed a system in the business before I was in the Valley where, uh, all the, all the, all the, uh, responsibility didn't roll up to me. Gotcha. And I had a good team. I didn't need to be doing that. In fact, that was limiting the business, but I didn't see it. And no one was, you know, no one questions the leader. They just leave, uh, if they don't like it, but they don't say, Hey, Jeff, you know, um, I could do this for you and I could do that for you. And if they don't think that you're open to that, Right. Um, and so once I was definitively open to that, once I could articulate a plan or vision for the future, it just opened, you know, so many autonomy doors for us to, for me to walk through and for, uh, for others to like grab onto. Gotcha. And I, I love the, the point you brought up, right. It's okay to 
ask for help, right? Because you, yeah. you think about building this and hard work and we're doing it and you're building up these walls, deep foundation, high from, from a height perspective and, and asking for help. And I, I've been there and it's been very painful when I haven't asked for help because I was brought up to rub some dirt on it, tough it out. Yeah. Like you don't help was a asking for help was a sign of weakness where really it's yeah. a strength of a leader to say, you know, I don't know any, everything and nobody knows everything. Right. But, um, being able, and, and the other thing that I would say, and I'm sure you've probably learned this as well is so many people are willing to help, right? Like it's in our nature to, yeah, I'll help you out or I'll answer this question or I'll mentor you or, or do whatever. So, you know, that process of asking for help, when was the first time you did it in that journey? Do you remember, or was it signing up for that strategic coach program and investing in yourself for the first time? Yeah, I, it wasn't that, um, okay. because for the first two years of that program, I resisted. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I, cause I, cause I went in and I was like, ah, oh, these guys are all losers, you know, that need all this stuff, but I kept going, thankfully. Um, like one thing, smart thing that, that they do, and, and, you know, this is a good thing for any coach out there, or any program is they make you pay for the whole year mm. up front. Right. So you're kind of committed and, uh, yeah, I resisted for the first, uh, two years, like eight sessions. So it's four, four sessions a year at that time. Okay. I don't know what it is now. Um, but the breakthrough for me was finally, um, getting, uh, uh, an assistant to work with me. And as simple as that mm. sounds, that was a, you know, one plus one equals three or four moment for me. And I resisted because, and everybody in the coach program had an assistant and they were talking about their assistants. And I was like, weak, 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 you know, in my mind, that's what I'm yeah. saying, you, you know, ego weak, you know, all that stuff. Mm. And it really, um, and, and I struggled with the decision for a long time, as I mentioned, because I thought, it would reflect poorly on me. Like, right. Just saw that. I thought it would reflect poorly on me, but, um, but it never did. What, what actually ended up happening was exactly what should happen and exactly what I was afraid would never happen. And that is, um, as soon as I started working with Robin and I still work with Robin, um, the, the, the ability people, people never, you know, you confuse yourself, right, Jeff? You think, well, you know, I'm important. People want me, right? But that's not what they want. They want an answer to whatever they want, they need. Right. And if they can find that in someone else, they gladly work with that other person. Totally fine. So it's like, it's like another one of these things where I, where I finally did that. And then it, I, it dawned on me that I was asking for. I wasn't getting what, uh, you know, the, 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 this, this, everybody coming to me for stuff and that, and that was frustrating me when I was in the Valley. I was like, duh, you, all they're doing is what I asked them to do. This they're operating in the system that I set up. And so as soon as I was able to finally pull that trigger, mm-hmm. things changed dramatically for me. Um, and in fact, so dramatically, you know, and when you, you know, this gets back to the selfish thing so dramatically that I had to be like, okay, now my day has a lot of freedom to it. How am I going to add value to this company now that I have a lot of freedom? I thought 
I was adding value doing the things that I was doing, being busy all the time, working all the time. Now right. it's a whole different ball game. And that, that, that's what, what, what started me on the selfish track and really, you know, in our case, at least, um, it allowed the business to dramatically grow. Like the first 10 years, we went to $10 million. The second 10 years, we were at $45 million. Wow. Um, so it was a big, big deal. No, I mean, that's, that's tremendous growth. And you, you, you had that free time. I'm sure you then got to be a little bit more strategic. You got to invest in yourself, continue to grow. And then, then the business, the team and everything grows for, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, I could really think about what do I want? Mm. Yep. What do I want? And when I work with people now, I, you know, and I coach them, it's always like, what do you want? <clears throat> the majority of the people I find in the world know what they want. They just don't know how to ask for it. Like, they haven't, they know what they want. They just don't know how to ask for it. And then they don't know, they don't have the courage to, to, to put it together. Right. And, um, that's where I was for sure. Amazing, amazing, amazing journey. So Mike, where can, uh, I've, I've loved the conversation. I, I think it's such an interesting dynamic of working hard, asking for help is a weakness versus being selfish, taking time. And you know, from those first 10 years, 10 million, the next 10, up to 40. I mean, the proof is in the pudding right there. Yeah. And, and it's amazing to hear how bringing on help and bringing on people that, that were, were skilled in what they did freed up your time to really expand your business. So where, where can people find you, Mike, if they want to look you up and connect with you? Yeah. So thank you, Jeff. Um, Mike Malatesta.com is the best, best, uh, easiest place. Uh, M A L A T E S T A Mike Malatesta.com. You can find out all about me there, my podcast, which is called How Did It Happen, which I was very fortunate to have Jeff on. His episode dropped on December 5th, uh, 2022. Uh, you can get a chat, you can get a free chapter of my book there. You can sign up for my newsletter there. You can buy my book on Amazon. It's called Ownership: How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck. It's a short-tish read, a couple hours you can get through that book. And and by the end of it, I want you asking the question is, you know, I want you to, I want you to be a lot clearer about the future that you want to own, the future you want to make your property. And uh, hopefully the book will inspire you to, uh, to be in that place by the time you're finished with it. Awesome, Mike. Yep. And I'll, I'll link to, I'll, I'll provide all those links in the show notes. I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Rise, fight, love, repeat. Get after it. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to your Hidden Edge podcast. You are now part of the movement, part of a tribe who's on a mission to uncover their hidden edge. We are stronger together. So please share this. Show up with one person in your network that you want to help. Together, we can empower others and connected, we can make a dent in the universe.